Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to the latest episode in the Super in the NRL season preview for 2022. Today, we'll be looking at team number 11 in my power rankings as the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. For the Bulldogs, a 16th place finish last year. Mindset for me this year, for all the collective fan mindset heading into the year, is straight to the bank by 50 cent. We're going to talk about it in the gains and the losses, but they really, really splurged and went for it. This is a team that is a completely different team to what, to what they were the last two years. Some big money put up big players. They've got a couple more coming next year, but realistically, this is the year that it has to start. I think Trent Barrett, the coach, is on the clock. I think there are some players that have been in the club for a while. Um, club captains, I think some exciting youngsters will be on the hook this year if this doesn't go correctly. So I've seen a lot of a lot of people putting them in the eight, putting them, you know, as high as fifth, sixth. I've got them at 11th right now. I guess we'll talk through it. So let's get straight into it here. What did they do in the offseason? So the gains, some huge names here. Josh Adokar, Matt Burden, Tavita Pengai, Matt, Matt Dufty, Brent Naden, Paul Vaughan, Max King, Braden Burns, and Josh Cook. For the losses, Wu Hopawadi, Nick Meany, Renoff Atone, Adam Elliott, Lachlan Lewis, Dylan Napa, Sione Katoa, Dean Britt, Ovahigi Ogden. As you can see there, a lot of names. And the one thing I will say, as I said in the last podcast, the gains far outweigh the losses. So that is a good thing. Do they all do they all mix? And is there any of the game breakers that you need? Let's go straight to the starting lineup and the best 17. Matt Dufty at fullback. Josh Adokar, Corey Allen on the wings. Braden Burns, Brett Nate in the centres. Jake Avrilo and Matt Burden in the halves. Paul Vaughan, Luke Thompson, Jeremy Marshall King up front. Josh Jackson, Raymond Fertile Mariner and Tavita Pengai in the back row. Jackson Topany, Max King, Jack Hetherington and Corey Waddell on the bench. Coach Trent Barrett. So some of the guys missing out here, Aaron Shop and Jaden Ockenball would obviously be the outside backs that could potentially replace Corey Allen there. Brandon Wakeham would be one of the halves cover with Kyle Flanagan. You've got Bailey Biondiondo, who would be the option there at hooker. And then the forwards, you've got guys like Joe Simpson, Josh Cook, Matt Dury, and Sia Manafanai. They have got no suspensions to start the season, so they will get a clean slate there. In terms of the team, it's going to be interesting. You're obviously, Matt Dufty there on the one-year contract. You've got some big names like Adokar and Burton and Pengai coming in from other clubs. These are guys that traditionally can be the third, fourth, fifth best player at clubs. Can they now be the first, second, and third? That's really the key for me this season with the Bulldogs. The most important player has to be Matt Burton. He's been brought in to do a job. And again, they've got the likes of Kikau and Reed Miney coming in next year. But this is all about Matt Burton this year. He will have the seven jersey. The biggest question will be who partners him in the halves. I've got Avarillo starting. I would love to see Kyle Flanagan next to Matt Burden. And obviously you've got Brennan Wakeham, who's also a spark as well. Do they get the wing combinations correctly? Obviously, Adokar's going to fill one. Who's going to fill the five jersey in the four pack? Does Josh Jackson just start in the middle or an edge? Do they put Pangai on the edge? You know, Luke Thompson was being shopped in the offseason. Does he get a start? Is Jeremy Rush King an 80-minute hooker? There's so many questions I have, and that's why I've got them a bit low in 11th. Again, I could see them. It's a hard draw to start off with, but if they can round in a bit of form early on and really start clicking, all of a sudden this is a top eight team. I just think it's going to take at least eight to 10 rounds. 
got some hard competition. You got some guys gelling. You got to find out who's going to be the best players in these teams, and that's why I have got them a bit lower. The pros, it's a lot of brand names. Like I said, you've got guys from systems that have competed and done really well in the past. But the con, do they gel? Can Paul Vaughan be your forward leader in 2022? Can Tavita Pengai Jr. stay on the field? And what position does he play? Does Raymond play Tyler Mariner? Because he does give him an extra option when he's on the field. Can they have a consistent bench? Again, I've got Turpany, King, Hetherington, and Waddell. Is that good enough? Do they need an extra playmaker on the bench? Just a lot of questions that I think will take time. And again, if we look at, if they have a good season, finish 11th, 10th, 9th this year, get those extra two names next year, a couple of acute signings on the fringes there. Now we're talking about a team I can really get behind as a impact team moving forward. Let's go to Supercoach Corner. The gun, for me, it's Davida Pengai Jr. I do think he's going to have a ripper of a season if he plays in the middle. If he plays on the edge, I still think he will have a good year. But again, it's all about does he get the touches and can he get involved? Some of the other guns possibly, look, Matt Burden, I think he's going to be an overs guy. Uh, I think people will draft him top you know, two, three rounds, really live up to that in season one. He probably will get the goal kicking, I would say, in this team. Um, there's no other real noted kickers besides maybe Avarillo. So that could boost his value a little bit. I'm going to probably stay away from Adokar, Dufty, uh, Nade, and all those guys uh, early rounds. Later rounds, by all means, I'll take a flyer and, you know, try them out. But I probably won't be starting with them. For the overs, I have got Jake Avarillo just because I think he may lose his goal kicking. And I think he may not be the best player next to Matt Burton. That's why I do have Kyle Flanagan as the smoky. I think Kyle, if he has a couple of good trials, I think you'll start seeing him picked up in a lot of draft league just because, again, he's a guy that can come in there. We saw what he did next to Luke Keery. When he's around a good team, he fires. And that's why I really do like him this year. Avrilo off the bench or even on the wing, replacing Corel and could be his spot. Into the predictions. Again, I've got them in 11th. My prediction is they go through at least three different half combinations before they get it right. And I think they will end up landing on Kyle Flanagan and Matt Burton at some stage. But again, it's going to be a building year. It's going to be an early rough patch. Does Trent Barrett survive? Not sure. But again, I think by mid to end of the season, we'll look at this team and go, this is a team that we can really see fighting for a top eight spot next year. That will do it for the Bulldogs, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with team number 10 next episode. So thanks for listening. Have a great day. We'll hear from you soon. Cheers.